Hello and welcome to February's edition of 117, your way to connect with all we can and our global community. In this podcast, we'll be sharing stories about the amazing work of our partners and talking to our community of supporters in the UK and overseas. Since starting in 2020, in response to the first lockdowns, 117 has grown from a way for us to stay connected and hold together into a regular video broadcast and podcast. You can watch live on our YouTube channel and Facebook page, and you can listen to the podcast on our website at allwecan.org.uk forward slash podcast. How does your church engage with issues of justice? This month, Rachel Lampard joins Tim Baker to talk about the Walking with Micah project, which she has been heading up for the last couple of years, helping the Methodist Church in Great Britain to reflect on its key priorities around challenging injustice around the UK and beyond. And keep listening for more about how you can be transformed with our Lent resource for 2023. Plus, find ways that you can support the work of our partner, Eagles, who work in some of the most vulnerable communities in Malawi. Welcome to 117, where all things hold together. Well, good afternoon, friends, and welcome to 117 again uh, here on this Wednesday lunchtime uh, here, February's edition of 117. You are most welcome wherever you're joining us from. Thanks for tuning in today, whether you're here now live as we're having this conversation uh, across social media, whether you're tuning into our podcast, whether you're catching up with this video later on, you are most welcome. Come and join us as we hold together, taking our inspiration from Colossians 1.17, where Paul writes that in Christ, all things hold together. And that's a principle we like to live by here at All We Can. Uh, My name's Tim. I'm part of the team here at uh, All We Can and always delighted to be able to host this space in which we can have uh, meaningful conversation. We can hear a little bit about what you are all up to uh, at home and what's happening in your lives and where we get to meet some amazing guests uh, and uh, and special friends of of all we can um, all we can has produced some Lent resources and you can visit allwecan.org.uk forward slash Lent to download those now to sign up to the emails or you can still order uh, a physical copy if you order a physical copy today I can't guarantee it will be with you before Lent starts because Lent's already started, but you uh, will we'll get a copy to you as soon as possible. Um, and I've got some here, and they look lovely. Uh, and it's a really good opportunity to explore a little bit more about all we can's work and some of the things we're up to in Malawi. Hear some of the great stories from our partners, but also uh, to to reflect a little bit on our own faith journeys and particularly the things that our churches need to engage with, and perhaps how our churches can learn from the work that uh, that all we can and the way that we approach uh, part. Uh, is is happening around the world. Um, so hopefully lots of you will be will be signing on to our, our Lent uh, devotional and we look forward to engaging with you, hearing from you as you're using those uh, over the next few weeks. But yes, without further ado, shall we find out who's at the door? 
Rachel Lampard's at the door. Hello, Tim. Hello, Rachel. Come on in, get comfortable. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm very well. Good. Very well. It's lovely to see you. Good. Well, likewise, likewise. And welcome back to, to 117. You're a, a, a repeat guest and it's always repeat. nice. It's always nice <laughs> to have uh, old friends back on uh, on in this space to talk a little bit about, about what you're up to. Um, and as you know, Rachel, what we like to do with our special guests is play uh, what's become something of an institution uh, here at 117, which is our game, All the Questions You Can. But I think I remember insisting very early on that we wouldn't ever let anybody have two goes at getting on the leaderboard. <laughs> so we've had to come up with All the Questions You Can Extreme Edition. Which I don't think is quite as dramatic or exciting as it sounds. You don't have to do it standing on an ironing board. Like <laughs> well, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, um, we could have well, surfed and that's, also that's done all time, the questions maybe. you can. Yes, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, rather, this time you'll just get one minute instead of the usual 90 seconds, and all of the questions uh, are yes, no answers. So, are you ready for all the questions? As ever, ever be. Excellent. to All the Questions You Can, Extreme Edition. Quick hello to Sally Ann Charles in Zurich. Uh, welcome. Nine, 60 seconds on the clock. A list of yes, no only questions in front of me. And your time starts now. Are you really called Rachel? Yes. Are you feeling well today? Yes. Do you like bikes? Yes. Do you like football? No. Have you ever ridden a tandem? Yes. Are you, at, <laughs> are you at home? Yes. Do you like mountains? Yes. Do you like beaches? Yes. Do you like swimming pools? Mm, yes. <laughs> Do you like dancing? Yes. <laughs> Do you like running? Badly. <laughs> um, no. Do you have a family? Yes. Do you have hope? Yes. Do you have any Apple product products in your house? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Do you like eating chocolate? Yes. Do you like drinking hot chocolate? Yes. Do you prefer it with cream? Yes. And marshmallows? Yes. Do you have any pets? No. Do you have a best friend? Oh, there you go. There is the hooter. Saved by the hooter. Saved by the hooter from asking, answering the question about best friends. The next question was, is this too many questions? Um, so so you, you, did, you did well to avoid that one. Um, and we got to 19, which is, of course, a world record for all the questions you can Extreme Edition, because you are the first and first possibly only ever only. contestant. Um, but thank you, Rachel. Thanks for being a good sport. Hopefully, lots of the folks tuning in today and the, the people who will be uh, listening along to this conversation uh, know something about you already. And if they don't, they know a little bit more now, not least that you're, uh, um, you've probably got a tandem story somewhere uh, mm. that we'd like to hear. 
But um, but for those who don't know you at all, Rachel, just introduce yourself. Tell tell folks what you're up to uh, these days. Um, I'm Rachel. I've been working for the Methodist Church for a, a good long time now. I used to work with the Joint Public Issues team, which is the ecumenical group that helps the church to engage on issues of justice and peace. But for the last 18 months, I've been seconded to work on the Walking with Micah um, project, which is helping the church to look at the question of given where the church is and where the world is at the moment, what does it mean for us to be a justice-seeking church? And I nearly fell off a tandem bike, so that's my story. (laughs) I think that's very easily done. Um, Get in touch, folks, (laughs) at home if you've got a tandem story to tell. Um, We've been riding some tandem bikes uh, uh, all we can in the last couple of uh, months at various events. And yeah, some of us are better at it than others. Uh, Let's leave it it at that. (laughs) Um, How did you uh, land on the title, Walking with Micah? It's really kind of in... Uh, evocative uh, little isn't phrase, it? isn't it? Takes us straight isn't back it? into to six eight, but but yeah, tell us a little bit about where that came from and and what it means to you. It means a lot, actually. It means it means even more than it did eighteen months ago when we when we chose it. It obviously, I think, started with Micah six eight, which I think is is yeah is is very meaningful to to many of us. You know, what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, to love like God loves. Um, and to walk humbly with God. And in this, Micah is reminding a people who are distressed, they are threatened, they are fearful, they've let inequality and injustice um, overrun them and divide them. And Micah's reminding them about what it means to have a covenant relationship with God. And in this passage, it's telling us not that justice is a separate vocation. We're not called to do justice and some people are called to do kindness and other people are called to walk like God loves, walk with God. We're actually called to do everything because that is what it means to worship God, to embody God's love and to God's and God's justice is about getting to know God and getting to be more like God's nature, God's, God's character. So for me, it's really important if we're looking at what it means to be a justice seeking church, not to separate it off and say, let's just focus on the justice stuff. It's about saying this is really what it's about, getting to know and to love God and to live uh, God loving lives uh, in, in the world. And we could have chosen so many different prophets and, and different texts. We could have started anywhere. Actually, I'm really glad we landed on that one. And in terms of the walking, um, I'm reading um, by Brian McLaren at the moment. Uh, We make the road by walking, which should be familiar to many people, which I love that that idea that it's not about the destination. It's not about the place that you arrive. It is actually about it is about this this journeying together, journeying with God and with each other, particularly with people who are experiencing injustice. And it's that's the way that we experience ourselves transformation that we are transformed and that we can make the road of justice so this walking with Micah this traveling journeying uh, with Micah for me is, has become a, a a deeper and deeper title over the last 18 months oh love that yeah thank you um and yeah uh, it's a beautiful sort of invitation I think to to, to mm. all of us as well the, to come and join in the walk isn't it um and I think that, that's something that's really dear to my heart what you were talking about there at the beginning about the whole 
the way in which special interest groups, and I guess you could count all we can amongst those in the church, have perhaps historically sort of divvied people up into, oh, those are the justice type Christians and let's mm. talk to them. And then there's the uh, missionary type Christians over here and we leave them to, to their stuff. And I think it's not, uh, that's not a helpful way of thinking about uh, our faith or our discipleship no. or, or what uh, God is inviting us into. So um, I think it's something we've, we've been really passionate about at All We Can, and, and I know you are too, about seeing justice as part of this whole picture of what mm. being a disciple looks like. Yeah. Um, and we don't get to divvy it off, and we don't get to designate it to somebody else either. Don't get to say, oh, Rachel's thinking about justice, so I don't have to. Yeah, that's all right, um, yeah. Um, and uh, that's a relief too, I think. Mm. Um, and so I know like part of the the process has been trying to, to sort of focus the thinking around certain priorities. I'm sure that's been a difficult and challenging experience. Mm. Uh, as soon as you have to prioritise something, you have to exclude something else, don't you? But but can you tell us a little bit, Rachel, about the priorities that are emerging? Um, I'm sure you don't want to, mm. to spoil those who are waiting for the conference report to land, um, but uh, perhaps just give us a sense of where we, where we might be going with the Walking with Micah. Uh, justice priorities yeah, for the church. Yeah, absolutely. So the last 18 months, a lot of it has been about listening. So it's been uh, listening to people in the churches, people beyond churches, people experiencing uh, injustice, groups like like All We Can, getting a sense of what's going on in the world at the moment to try and to, to discern um, what it is that we're called to do at the moment. And what's, what's emerging are you know, it's it's uh, three P's, so it's very Methodist. Yeah, so uh, like. the first P, the first P is around principles. What are the principles that underpin um, our understanding of what God's justice looks like? Um, can we talk about these? Can we articulate these in a way that is clearer and more confident and helps us really to to um, yeah, be, be be more confident when we when we're trying to engage with issues of injustice as Christians, as as Methodists. That's the first P around principles. The second P, as you mentioned, is around priorities. We can't do everything. What is it that we're called to do? What is it that is is ours to do? I'll come back to that one. There aren't any secrets, so I'm not doing a great reveal, okay. but I'm really oh. happy to share. <laughs> and then the third P is around practices. Um, what is it that we're called to do and how are we called to be um, that enables us to make sure that our practices for justice are sustainable and transformative and deeply rooted in God? So that we're not just flinging, you know, these these kind of wild things out there, but actually we are doing things that are rooted in our faith. What are those practices? So those are the three P's. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, principles, priorities, and practices. In terms of the the, the priorities, that's been absolutely fascinating. Trying to uh, hear um, the the echoes of the things that have been done over Methodist history, um, right the way um, back to. Uh, what we what we saw and heard early Methodists doing that we've seen uh, what we describe as these kind of golden threads. They're not always there. Sometimes they're broken. Sometimes, many times, we've done things that we are not proud of. But we can find just echoed through our history of these these golden threads, things that really still make sense to us now as Methodists. And the the five um, issues that have kind of risen up probably won't surprise you, um, but are around poverty around climate change or the climate crisis, around refugees, uh, discrimination um, and peace. Mm. And the, the hope is not that we will do everything around all of those enormous issues, but within each of those, we will feel called as 
as people, as Methodists, that there will be something that is ours to do. And that might be um, at a local level, a way of responding to local need. It might be um, a form of advocacy or campaigning. It might be other people that we can work with alongside. It might be supporting groups like All We Can as a way of, um, as Methodists, enabling us to, to kind of reach a vision of God's kingdom um, that is embodied through these different priorities. Are you looking for resources this Lent, either as an individual or group? Whether you're a worship leader, a community group, or an individual with a desire to learn about the world and pray for justice, why not download our Lent devotional, Be Transformed? It's your chance to take a deep dive into All We Can's unique partnership approach to development, with stories, commentary, and challenges from our Malawi partner, Eagles, for you to take away with you. Visit allwecan.org.uk forward slash Lent and download your free resources today. Thanks, Rachel. And um, yes, very grateful for the uh, Methodist sermon with three Ps in it. Um, if you can't remember that, folks, then uh, uh, um, uh, what can you remember? Um, so that's really helpful. And, and, and I think re- the conversations we've had where we've seen these priorities kind of emerging have also been really hopeful and hope-filled uh, for me as, as we see, uh, I guess, I, I see in what you, you're the listening you've been doing, echoed many of the conversations I've had over the last mm. eight years in this role where people are passionate about uh, poverty, about climate, about peace, about refugees, Absolutely. about discrimination. Um, uh, uh, and I think that's come up across uh, so much of the work that we're, we're both involved in um, and, and that All We Can's part of. Um, and, and I don't know whether you want to say anything about a, a really fruitful conversation you mm. and I were involved in, uh, what, not a fortnight ago with uh, one of All We Can's partners in uh, Zimbabwe. We had the pleasure of spending an hour with uh, Tariro from Medra. Um, those of you who are All We Can stalwarts will remember some of Medra's work. Um, you might remember the harvest that was all about chickens back in 2019, 18 maybe. Uh, that was uh, that was and their amazing work across Zimbabwe but but we had a great conversation didn't we about these mm. same priorities um, I don't know whether you want to say anything about that it was absolutely absolutely brilliant uh, conversation and to hear from them um, how they describe their vision um, and I think it was that everyone enjoys abundant life and God-given dignity where communities have a sustain um, sustainability and an income and an ability to live in a just society and the just the the reinforcing that this is not a vision that we've kind of come up with over here that's all ours. Actually, this is something that we all share um, and that we are, we as Methodists are bringing something to it. But this is, this is kind of looking into um, God's kingdom. Um, and then hearing um, Truro talking about um, Medra's specific work and she reflected back to us. We asked her, you know, we've heard about these five priorities. How, do, how does that sit with you? And she talked about the um, work they're doing around poverty, 
particularly around food security. She talked around um, the, the response to the idea of the flourishing environment, particularly around the climate crisis that they're facing and the need for um, agricultural responses that both don't harm the environment, but also enable people to, to live. She talked about uh, discrimination, particularly around disability and around gender, and then also about peace building and the need to, to tackle conflict. She said that um, they weren't working directly with refugees, but you and I reflected with her that actually migration and uh, people who are seeking refuge around the world are seeking refuge because of poverty and the climate crisis and discrimination and conflict. So everything, they, these things can't be separated out. So it was just brilliant to to hear her reflect on the work that, that Medra is doing and how for for her as an all-we-can partner, actually these priorities sit really well for them as well. Yeah, and I guess that's the sort of invitation at the heart of walking with Micah, isn't it? It's for all of us as individuals, as churches, as circuits, as uh, organisations like All We Can to sit to have that same reflection that that we had with Tararo in in Zimbabwe to say, how do we fit into this? What's ours to do? Um, uh, and I think that's what's so exciting uh, about the process. So um, thank you for sharing some of it. I wonder, before we uh, let you go, back to what I'm sure is more important, report writing and listening and reflecting, but uh, whether you can just share a little bit about kind of what's next for the mm. process, what's next for you, and particularly if there's anything that folks who are tuning in can get involved with to help uh, take this to the next stage. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Because of the way we, we structure our decision-making within um, Methodism, um, we, we take reports through um, decision-making bodies that have responsibilities on behalf of, of the Methodist Church to say, yes, this is something we like the idea of, this is something we're happy to recognise in the name of the Church. So uh, this this draft piece of work is first going to Methodist Council and then in the summer it will go to Methodist Conference. Um, and if Methodist Conference agrees, then that's the opportunity then for um, it to, to become part of the Methodist way of being and we can all engage with it. But we don't have to wait till then. Um, and nor does it all finish at conference. Actually, that's when the, the real work is, is going, to, going to begin, because we need to start uh, or continue asking questions about um, how we talk about our call to be justice seeking, how we embed this within our, within our worship life, how we ask exactly those kind of questions of what is ours to do where we are. We're already doing all sorts of stuff. How do we put this within a, a kind of the bigger framework of what we're doing as the Methodist Church? And then in all of our planning and what we're, uh, what we're seeking to do to say, are our practices transformative, sustainable and deeply rooted in God? So why not start having those conversations locally now? Start getting it on the agenda of your, of your home group or your church or your youth group or your circuit. Start asking questions about about what you're what you're doing already, who's involved, who you're working alongside, start laying some of that ground. And if you're part of a group or a network, like All We Can is, that where you feel you can support or resource the wider church on any of these priorities, uh, do 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 drop me an email, get in touch. And if you'd like to keep in touch and find out more, please do do drop me um, an email as well. Can I say my email or will you will you be able to put it out? Oh, yeah, you can put the well, website address well, up. That's even better. You can go yeah. to the website and your email address is on this webpage um, so people fantastic. can find you there methodist.org.uk forward slash walking hyphen with hyphen mica um, and uh, yeah if you've not come across any of this then there's a lovely video from Rachel introducing the ideas again if you need to watch it back uh, and yeah lots of great resources there for churches to start having these conversations aren't there Rachel um, 
so That's yes great. thank you no thank you and thanks for the uh the the invitation i think to be part of the process for for us as all we can the organization but also for all of us who are part of this movement who are listening in and tuning along uh uh today um so yes thank you thanks for sharing your heart for justice uh and for for this process with us um before we let you go do you mind if i just pray for you and for thank uh, you all that's involved in in walking with Micah. Lovely, thank you. Well, folks, as has become our tradition here at 117, feel free to join in uh, praying at home, whether you'd like to to share your prayers with us in the comments, uh, find a praying hands emoji, um, or simply just find a a space where you can close your eyes uh, and be still for a moment. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you that your call to each of us is to be part of a big world, a world in which there is much that is not as it should be, much justice that needs to be sought and fought for. We pray your blessing on Rachel and give thanks for her and the role she plays in seeking to do justice, to love mercy, to love kindness and to walk humbly with you. We just pray your blessing on her and all of the the committee structures and report writing and feedback and reflection that she has to to do in the next few months to to get the Walking with Micah report ready for and to Methodist Conference in the summer. Um, We just pray that that all of that process will be an ordained one, a God-ordained one, in which you are at work uh, fine-tuning and reflecting and offering uh, feedback that helps to move this process forward so that each of us can engage greater with your kingdom, so that each of us can see what is ours to do in a world that seeks and needs more justice. Let justice roll on like a river, Lord God, and righteousness like a never-ending stream. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Lovely to have you uh, with us. Uh, We wish you all the very best. For, for this next phase in the process. Um, thank you, and thank you for having me back. Well, we, hopefully we can have you back again, perhaps after Methodist Conference, to talk about what, what we do now. You're on. Um, You're on. <laughs> excellent, thanks. By which time I hope I'll have my voice back, folks. I hope it hasn't been too annoying listening to my uh, slightly more nasal tunes this uh, this week with uh, uh, the lingering cold that's still here. Um, but in the meantime, thanks to Rachel, thanks to you all. We'll be back here next month with more 117 community content uh, Stay safe and God bless. Bye. Today's prayer is from Christopher Nota, pastor of Holiness Revival Church in William Village in the Chikwawa district of Malawi. All We Can's partner, Eagles, works in William Village and communities like it in Malawi to see every person's potential fulfilled. You can discover more about Christopher and his community through All We Can's Lent devotional, Be Transformed. Download your free copy today at allwecan.org.uk forward slash Lent. Christopher's prayer will be led in his mother language of Chichewa and then afterwards we invite you to join with him in English. Maso to Pimpele Adate, Dukulemekezani, Tawino, 
maka jifaja chikonde ndi chisama leo chana. Tukufuna mkadalise muzi watu, ukakale utukuka, njuku katangatira azibusa hose kutitakale oyanjana mipingu yosiana siyana. Muzina la Yesu, tapempela. Amen. Father, we bring you respect for your love and care. We want you to bless our village in its development and to unify all pastors from different churches. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. <laughs>